Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports Domestics Microbrews, the best selection of beer anywhere. It is Super Bowl weekend, so stock up now. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks, they roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. Six great flavors of slushies. And the pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills, indeed second to none. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Time now for our play-by-play call of the day. smart play by JVR goes backhand to forehand and quickly snipes it to the block inside. So all Carter Hart has to do is stop this guy, Leon Dreisaitl, who's 9 for 25 in his shootout attempts. In he goes! Save! Carter Hart and the Flyers win the hockey game! 2-1 in a shootout! Well, I knew it was the Flyers because I heard the booing. All right, so, um... No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! <laughs> you guys know how to cheer in that town? Just, I'm just asking. I, I've heard a few here and there, yeah. Whew, not that many. I, they, I, I think they're happier when they're booing. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, if you're wondering about uh, Tom Brady... He actually did officially file paperwork with the uh, NFL Players Association. Okay? Just in case you were wondering. All right? So here you are. Super Bowl, big buildup. Actually, everybody talks about the buildup during the course of the week. I don't usually hear a lot during the course of the week anymore. Do you? Um, I, I guess it's kind of died down Really, the the big time for it now is Monday with Super Bowl opening yeah, but, night, and that's about, even, and that is about it. So yeah, I would say so. Hey, you know, you hear a lot of stories about the Super Bowl hype, and you know, now if you're in the two cities, I mean, it should be wall to wall. If I if if I'm, you know, if we're in Kansas City or we're in Philadelphia, it should be wall to wall. I mean, because you know, let's face it, the fans of Philadelphia, you know, whether it's Delaware, Jersey, Pennsylvania, whatever. I mean, 
this is as exciting as it gets as a sports fan. If you live in Kansas City, whether it's in Missouri, Kansas, whatever it may be, in that part of the country, and I can tell you there are a ton of Chiefs fans in Nebraska as well, uh, of course it should be wall-to-wall because that's your fan base right there. But to be honest with you, the national part of it, um, I haven't really... Yeah, you know, I've been busy too. I mean, it's not like I haven't been traveling and doing games and things like that. I've been on the road a lot since the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. This is the third road trip I've made. Uh, I mean, since the Eagles won the NFC Championship game, this is the third trip I've made. So, I mean, it's been I've been on the go. I'm even doing this show on the road today. Uh, but uh, So let me get to the Jerry Jones statement. Did the Eagles mortgage the future just for this season? No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! I'm just asking you. That's once again the usual senile comments from Jerry Jones, who just needs to worry about his own team. Who hasn't won a playoff game, hasn't went to the NFC Championship game in three-plus decades now. I mean, do I think that they mortgage the future to do this year? First of all, as you know, uh, I am always for going for it. How many times have you heard me say that? Look, you know, every time you're doing all this um, mumbo-jumbo about uh, building for the future, that means you have no present. And that's what I've talked about with the Pirates for years as an organization. Oh, we're doing this for the future. That look, you got no present, and everybody knows it. The Eagles, to their credit, now they got fortunate with Hurts. Like you're going to tell me if if Howie Roseman looks you in the eye and tells you that when he drafted Jalen Hurts, he thought this was this would be happening, I'd be like, uh, excuse me, over here, uh, I'm not, I'm not believing you. Okay, but they got really lucky with the Hurts thing. They drafted well in terms of who they drafted up front. They they drafted Miles Sanders. They traded for Brown. They drafted Smith. They drafted Goddard. Okay, they they, they convinced Kelsey to come back. Remember, because everybody was wondering last year whether Kelsey would come back or not. They convinced Kelsey to come back. They picked up Reddick, which was tremendous. I mean, he has been everything you could have asked uh, the way he has played. You know, keeping Cox was big. Edwards, I think, is a good player. I think Edwards, you know, I can't picture Edwards with the Eagles next year. I think he might be one of those guys that goes. I can't picture Miles Sanders with him next year either. To be honest with you, I agree on both. I mean, not not for any other reason except for, uh, I just think money money wise. I mean, I you know when you're starting to talk about money caps and things like that, you know there is an art to construction that everybody has to have at this particular point. All right, it, so it's it's more than just. Right? Uh, I felt like the Rams. So Jerry Jones is not wrong about the Rams. The Rams absolutely did that last year, and I. But again, didn't I say that on the show last year? I said, and I don't blame them for doing it. Oh, yeah, definitely. I said, and I don't blame them for doing it because they are in a market where they had to somehow establish 
that they had really good pro football. Because Los Angeles is not a great football market. Um, it is a great Lakers market. It is a really good um, uh, Dodgers market. But as a football market, that's why I, that's why the the Charger thing has always mystified me. I'm like, why do you, why do you want to be the second team there? I always felt Los Angeles was was when it came to football was, you know, do the best you can put one team there and and let that team attempt to thrive there. Putting two there, I know the size of the city, right? But Chicago's a big city and they got one football team. Okay. I mean, the only reason there are two teams in New York, Jets and Giants, is because of the the merger between the AFL and the NFL, and they just, you know, the Jets stayed there. You know, but they can handle it for the most part. Uh, But Los Angeles had to go out, and I, I, I felt it was critical for them to sit there and and put together a team that had a chance to compete for the whole thing because they needed to get a toehold in the market and to make the uh, element of pro football exciting. Yet to this point, even when the Rams play at home, there are still a lot of opposing fans there. And when the Chargers play at home, there are a ton of opposing fans there. I mean, it's like playing in Jacksonville. And, you know, you see it all the time. There are very few, although as time goes, there are fewer and fewer places where people aren't selling their tickets. Philadelphia is one. I mean, I, I mean, let's face it, Matt. I mean, there can't be more than a relatively few number of opposing fans at the link. I mean, oh Eagles yeah, fan, Eagles fans will never give up their tickets. No question. I mean, we'll never do it. Uh, Kansas City fans won't give up their tickets. The interesting part is, you talk about the Cowboys; they'll give up their tickets. I mean, they will give up their tickets and have. And I'm, we had Mark Vandermeer on from the you know the play-by-play voice of the Texans, and we were talking about how when the Texans played at Dallas, played up in Arlington. They ended up um, with half the stadium literally being Houston Texan fans. Really. So it happens a lot of places now. And they will, it's, uh, not only won't it happen in Philadelphia, I really have confidence saying it's never going to happen in Philadelphia. But did, the, did they mortgage their future to win a Super Bowl this year. Let me put it this way. This is the area where I will say that the Eagles went all in this year. Okay? By convincing Kelsey to come back, by convincing Fletcher Cox to come back, um, by making the trade to get Brown. Now, they were fortunate they already had made the trade to get, you know, to send Wentz out. They got draft picks out of that. But they did a few things this year where, you know, where the, and of course, then as the season went, they then signed a couple of players, uh, you know, including Adamigan Sue to fill in up front when, you know, Davis got hurt and people like that. 
which is what a really good GM does when they have a chance to win it all. You figure out a way to win it all. <laughs> and, it, and to his credit, I think they've done that. But in the process, let's not forget, the Eagles still have, because now a lot of has to do with the Wentz trade, but also, too, with the uh, the Cindy Gar- the uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson trade, the Eagles have the 10th pick from the Saints in this they year's draft. The, they do have the 10th pick. They're going to have to use it wisely. I mean, that's uh, how he's always been a little up and down when it comes to the draft. Absolutely. Yep, um, that's a totally given. And, um, but... I feel like the Eagles' window is this year, next year. With Hurts, they're always going to be competitive. But there's going to come a time where Lane Johnson is going to have to slide out. Kelsey's going to have to slide out. Um, you're going to have to come up with another running back. You're going to have to, you know, Fletcher Cox is going to slide out, and a few of the other players, Edwards is going to slide out. You're going to have some players slide out as time goes. And it's just it's just the way the league is designed. It has nothing to do with anything how he's doing. It has nothing to do with any with about Philadelphia. The league is designed to have short windows. The Eagles, because of Hurts, will always be competitive. But I feel their window to win Super Bowls, and they could win back to back Super Bowls. They they have that kind of group that can do it. Is this year next year? Yeah, I don't I don't disagree. I I would have to see how things shape out this offseason for me to maybe think the the season after next could possibly be it too, but uh, it all depends on what they have. But at least if, if Jason Kelsey doesn't come back, then you at least got Cam Jurgens in there who's gotten some time this year yeah, in, at center, and I think yeah. he's going to be a pretty good player. Yeah, he said he was the best center in the draft. I'm yeah. like, uh, over here I watched Lindenbaum play, and I'm not so sure about that. I, I liked uh, him, too, but I think the, I think he was number two. I still like Lindenbaum myself, but I, I think Cam Jurgens was definitely number two. and he's Oh, no, Jurgens well. is the number two center of the draft. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Bob's, I totally agree. The first, he, he's the best center in the draft. I'm just saying, and, and I don't blame Kelsey for saying that. He's defending his teammate, which is perfectly fine. And, you know, he knows more about center than you do. Like, I, guess what? I don't know. <laughs> Linda, Linda Bomb's pretty good. <laughs> okay, he's pretty good. Um, but I mean, that's why. Yeah, that's why they drafted him. And, you know, and the other part too is the Eagles, for the most part, not perfect, but for the most part, were pretty injury free this year. Uh, you know, Brown played all the way through. Smith played all the way through. Miles played all the way through. Hertz missed two games. Goddard did get banged up. We know Johnson got banged up, but then, of course, he, he, he played in the defensive tackles, and, of course, Johnson got, got banged up. But for the most part, the Eagles kept their cast pretty much together, and when most of these injuries happened, they happened after they'd already built up an advantage in the NFC East, so it gave them some flexibility as as to what to do. The question will be next year whether they can keep healthy the entire time. I mean, that's always the variable in this league. Kansas City, on the other hand, they overcame injuries left and right. Don't have your starting running back. I mean, he's going to be eligible to play in this game, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Right? Um, you know, they traded Hill. Hardman was hurt. Right? Tony got hurt again. You know, you're starting to get, you know, all these guys getting banged up. You know, several guys in their defense got banged up, and they still made it here. So, 
But that's always the variable, especially when you're playing 17 games in 18 weeks. Can you keep the vast majority of the guys available? Because you have, you know, for obvious reasons, I mean, you've got you've got an issue with with depth in the league. And you saw, I mean, just something as simple as how many quarterbacks you have available in the NFC Championship game, right? I mean, you saw that. They depth. Uh, you couldn't really, you know, there's nothing they could do about it because they weren't, they, you know, they didn't carry a third quarterback. I think that rule has to change, by the way. I think they've got to get back to doing that. They That rule was in place from, like, 91 to 2011, something like that. And it was like, I didn't think it was smart that they got rid of that rule because, let's face it, <laughs> I only saw it utilized one time. It was a Chicago Bears game. A guy named Haney came in at quarterback. And he was okay, but he did exactly what you expect he would do. Not too much. But at least he was capable of taking the ball and throwing it someplace. I I do agree with that. I think they need to bring that back, too. Yeah, no, they should. Yeah, they should. Um, It'd be nice. Uh... Very, uh, uh, the SEC expansion. We'll talk about the the fact that for a hundred million they're in. Uh, as we continue here on uh, News Radio ten seventy WKOK. Hmm. When car repairs get difficult, well, I, I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 6.30 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6.30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the Mm. out of auto repair. Feel we're taking a step closer to some stabilization in college athletics with Texas and Oklahoma now going a year earlier uh, to the uh, SEC. Greg Sankey said today that he says, look, we've gone through 40 different models as to what to do with this. He said we could, we've held off doing things because we wanted to make sure when they were coming in. Uh, so they're going to decide whether to go to nine games. They're going to decide whether to go with divisions. They're going to decide whether they're going to go with a one through 16 model. Um, and how they want to go about it, uh, but Texas and Oklahoma, and again, this is this is the, you want to know what grant of rights means. This is where it is right here. The two are going to combine to give the Big Twelve a hundred million dollars, a hundred million to leave one year early. They're not going in this season. They're they're going to play in the Big Twelve this season. Then they'll pay the $100 million 
and get into the SEC for 24, the same year that USC and UCLA are going to the Big Ten, and they're going into the Big Ten literally one day after their grant of rights expires with the Pac-12. Now what you need is a Pac-10, Pac-12 media contract, which would then lock up grant of rights, my guess is, for a minimum of five years. And when you combine that with the contract already with the Big 12, the long-term contract with the ACC, the SEC's long-term contract, the new TV contract for the Big 10, and now the college football playoff expanding from four to at least 12 teams, now you feel like you're entering into an exciting era of college football and because of that, stability that goes with it. Fans like stability. And this move is a step in the direction of stabilizing everything. Now, the price tag's $100 million, but I think fans like to have things, quote, settled. Now, the next thing will be, what do they want to do with the NCAA basketball tournament? 68 now. They're talking about going up 25% for every championship. Well, that would be 96 teams in the... Would be... Um, in the NCAA tournament. I've already said I'm not so sure that's a great idea. Even though I know it would benefit Penn State. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Subway, the beverage supermarket. It's Super Bowl weekend, and your Eagles are in it. Imports Domestics Microbrews, the best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drink snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. Six great flavors of slushies. And the pickle bar led by the barrels and the dills. Indeed, second to none. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Kia, Routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. So I'm driving down here. We're going to get to the king here in a second. So I'm driving down here. And so I get to near Harrisburg, and I pull into a Rudders because, let's face it, I'm halfway through the trip, and <laughs> I think it's time to hit the restroom. So I'm walking in, and this guy was walking out with this big Kansas City Chiefs jacket on. All right. <laughs> and I looked at him and I said, you're taking your life in your own hands. <laughs> he just laughed. I says, I said, that's ah, all right. These people are nice. And then I'm done saying it, and this and the state trooper walks up to me. Okay. And I'm thinking, uh oh, what did I do? <laughs> and he says, all right. 
And he looks, because I just had said something to the guy about the Chiefs jacket. And he looks over at me and he says, I just want to tell you something. He says, you do a great job. We love listening to you. <laughs> I go, <on. laughs> I'm thinking to myself, oh, good. I thought for sure <laughs> I did something. F-O-U-L-O-D, oh. that spells foul. Okay, so I was like, all right, I feel better now. <laughs> We've all had those moments, but that's good. Uh, like, oh, good. <laughs> and I want to tell you right now, this guy could take – any vehicle at Sunbury Motors and toss it over a hedge. He's a big man. It's I exactly, don't doubt it. Th- that is exactly who I want being a state trooper. <laughs> All right, let's bring in the king. Hey, how's it going? Doing great. How about you? No, I'm in my driveway. Just got home. Oh, bad accident on it. UConn is very similar to Penn State, but. Penn State just got more roads now. The Yukon's only got two roads in and two roads out, and if one of them's got an accident, then everyone's on the other road. So I just pulled in. Oh, that's it's kind of cozy out here. It's sixty degrees. So yeah, no, it's uh, down we, here. Down here, it's yeah, in the sixties here in California. Two inches of snow all year. Been great. Yeah. So. Yeah. No snow. So, Eagles all the way. Matt advised me not to take your advice on San Francisco or any other team. Just who, who take the I Eagles. Pick? <laughs> who, who did I pick? Oh, I know. You took the other one, but you talked me into San Francisco. <laughs> you can't let that happen. It cost you. Uh, because I'm weak. <laughs> I was just having a little fun. I was yeah. just having a little fun. Well, I mean, the, 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 I, I don't think... San Francisco would have won anyway, but when Purdy got hurt, that game was oh, over. So, yeah, no, it became uh, almost came almost comical. Uh, I mean, like the I mean, yeah. I mean, people people don't realize like the Eagles ran all over them. You know how many yards the Eagles had in the game? Two hundred sixty oh, total, four hundred something. Two hundred two hundred sixty nine yards. That's all the Eagles had in that game against San Francisco. Two hundred sixty nine. I know it's all they needed, but like people are like, hey, just stop them. Like, hey guys, look at the numbers. They didn't actually have a lot of numbers in that game. Uh, they had more than enough to beat this team, but they had no quarterback. And you are never going to win without a quarterback. No, not so, at all. I no felt chance. bad for that guy. And then he gets knocked out, and you got to put a hurt Purdy back in again, yeah, who can't yeah. throw the ball. So no. It's like a wow. This is the this Eagles are way too good for that. So. Yeah, way too good for that. So let's do some yeah. prop bets, Matt. What do you got? All right, let me just. I fire think up the, the Eagles going to win this game by at least two touchdowns. All right, we, we, we're going to get to that. We're going to save that for the for the for next segment. We're going to do the uh, prop bets first because this is always a lot oh. of fun for me. So let's start with. Let's do something that we, no- that we normally do. National Anthem. How long is that going to be? Let's start with the king. Uh, a minute 45. Ooh, you went shorter. Okay. Steve, what do you think? I'm trying to think whether I'll watch it. Um, <laughs> 210. 210. Okay. I'm going 218 with the National Anthem. Who's and- singing it? I'm Googling that right now because I forgot. 
What did you say, Matt? To I'm, I'm Googling. Oh, Chris Stapleton. I don't even know who that is. Eight-time Grammy winner, Chris Stapleton, country music singer. Boy, I missed all yeah. eight. Just for a sidebar, you know how many Grammy wins Elvis got? None. No, I think three. Oh, there you got three? Yeah, you got three. Beyonce has, and everybody can sing like 10 Elvis songs, you know? I don't care how old you are. Ain't nothing but a home dog, jailhouse rock. Of course. Beyonce's got like 31. I can't name one song she ever sang. Same with Taylor Swift. So that's just when you said Grammy once. Okay. Well, I got a couple for Beyonce, but we we won't spend time on that. It's all right. Oh, she's a tremendous talent, but I mean, she's not better than Elvis. You're not putting a ring on it? Huh? I'm just kidding. That's one of her hits. Gotta put the ring on it. Alright, anyway. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just we'll let it go. Uh, the Gatorade yeah. color. What is that going to be at the end of the game? King. Well, what's the question? What's the Gatorade color going to be at the end of the game? Orange. I also have orange. I've seen that a lot more lately. I don't know what gives, but, you know, that's what I'm going with, too. Steve? Uh, orange, because everybody drank the green already. <laughs> what was your time in the anthem, Matt? I have 218. 218. Yeah. Oh. These lines are quirky, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I hope you're right. It's like, make a move. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> All right. Now, this is the other one that's been going around. I really, if, I, if it weren't going around, I really wouldn't wouldn't give a, a, a rat's rear end, but we're going to do it anyway. What hair color is going to be Rihanna's hair color for the Super Bowl halftime show? Let's start with Steve. What? The, um, what color is Rihanna's hair going to be for the uh, halftime show? Doesn't she have... Black hair? She does, yeah. I believe it's well, then, gone back then, between gold and then, black. Then I'll, I'll just stand, go with her standard color. Black, okay. Of hair. I mean, I walk past, I mean, the you know the odd thing is? Every time I go to practice in the Jordan Center, I walk past her picture. <laughs> so it's like. Ah. Because they have pictures of all the artists up. So. That are performed there. King, you want to weigh in on this? Purple. Purple. <laughs> cool. I'm going with the silver. A lot of people go silver lately with these with these celebrities when they're doing like these crazy concerts. I don't get it. Okay. So I'm going with silver. Great. Just to be for for truth here, these are all bets. Oh yeah. In Vegas. These are literally yeah. bets. This is part of Big the sixteen billion dollars in bets. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sad, isn't it? And then, no, I, yeah. you couldn't get me to do it. So. so, and then this is the other one, uh, and then I made up a couple after this. But this is the other one that's out there: the over/under of how many times the broadcast team is going to reference Andy Reid with his time with the Eagles. Steve, I, I'm going to I set the over/under at five. Eight. Eight. Okay. Yeah, I'm going with the, with the over too. I'll say uh, seven. Oh. King. Huh? You you're up now. I'm going three. Three. Okay. You're going with the under. Okay. I like mm-hmm. it. 
All right, these, these are ones that I made up just for the fun of it. So the first thing is, I asked this when the Chiefs were last in the Super Bowl, was how many cheeseburgers would Andy Reid eat post-game? <laughs> so I, I got, this is kind of a two-part answer. How many, do, how many by a win? How many by a loss? I'm going with the Paul Revere method here. One by loss, two by win. Steve. Uh, three if they win and one if they lose. All right, King. I go three and three because I don't think he really. <laughs> the Cypress, I think he just eats. Absolutely. That's yes. True. I would eat yes. three if I won or lost. <laughs> <I would. Yeah. laughs> What's yours, Matt? I'm going with uh, one by loss, two with a win. The Paul Revere oh, method. Okay. Yeah, three and three. He's yeah. a big boy. He is. I don't think either way he would go cheesesteak. Because I, I just think he's too classy for that. Mm. In a victory, that he's is. Got a weird life. His kids are always in prison. Yeah, it has been kind of sad, actually. Yeah. yeah but anyway. He's had a very strange life. So. Yeah. He's like a hero and does commercials, yet he goes home and it's very sad. Yeah. So. so. All right, so I got two more before we take a break, for, before we give our official game predictions and stuff like that. So these are the ones that I made up. One, what's going to be the coin toss, heads or tails, and will Mama Kelsey, Donna her name is, will she be the one doing the coin toss? Steve. No. And uh, heads. Heads. King. Tails and No. I think the referee will toss the coin. You know, I, I was thinking no all week just because it's whatever. But now that's been talked about and it was a big part of Super Bowl opening night on Monday night, I think it's got no. actually a decent chance of happening. So I'm going to say yes, no. and I'm going heads. No. Because it would be the most epic thing ever. It's fascinating. They both won Super Bowl. The most, you know, the most, e- and the most they epic both thing ever. Are playing each other now. I mean, that is just—you couldn't. That would be like you and me, Steve. You know. <laughs> exactly. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. And Steve <laughs> even brought this like up. We now both he won Super Bowls. Now we're gonna play against each other. <laughs> now I, Steve I even brought this that. up out of spite, but Jack Harbaugh should have done it for the Harbaugh Bowl a couple years ago. That would have yeah, been fantastic. That was a missed opportunity. Now we got a chance it's, to get it back here. God, it's a coin toss. You got to see the classic picture of me and Steve <laughs> coming off the yeah. football field. Ah, in our oh, football yeah. uniforms. I was going on the field. He was coming off. So. Classic picture. That was my grandmother's classic. favorite picture. Yeah. Now for this I mean, last, could, could you imagine if they asked mom to, to toss the coin? She'd be like, "What? Not That'd be the most that. fantastic thing ever." Oh, it's a coin toss for flip the thing in the air. <laughs> Goodness <laughs> sakes, jeez! Oh, it's you such know, a production. You, I love I mean, it. I, I want I the mean, king to I mean, do the coin toss and Penn State to replace UConn. I mean, do you realize the various pe- the various people in my career I've seen toss the coin? You're like, just tell me what the result is. <laughs> <laughs> Cloris Leachman tossed the coin. Gabby Giffords tossed the coin. Like, come on. It's just like, I don't care. Just tell me. Who, are, is Penn State getting the ball first or are they on defense? I hope they defer. <laughs> what do you guys think of about. the people who are going to conspiracy theories that the game is fixed? 
Oh, God. I mean, if that... If that's the case, Dallas I've heard a lot of that more than any other year that the NFL wants Kansas City to win. I don't know why. Oh, that, so. that's what I haven't seen. What I've seen this week is there was somebody put out a Wikipedia page of the final score already for the Super Bowl, and it said 37 yeah. 34 Eagles. Wow. That's what I saw earlier I this not, week. I think the Eagles are just way better. I don't. All right, we'll, we'll get to that coming up. But we got one last prop bet that I made up, which I think is going to be fun. So if you all remember from last Super Bowl, Van Jefferson's wife for the Rams went into labor right after the game, and they and he had his storm right, had to go right off the field from miss the celebration. Well, this time, Jason Kelsey's wife, Kylie, is 38 weeks pregnant with their third, and she brought her OB with her to Phoenix as their special guest. So my question is, when does Jason Kelsey's wife go to labor at all during the game? I say after the game, a repeat of last year. Steve? No. No. Okay. King? You there, King? I think we lost the king. Well, then we better go to a break to get him back. Let's do that. Yeah. Back, and we'll wrap it up with our picks in a moment. Time to make the pick. All right. Before we get to that, King... I hit the... That was my bad. I hit the drop button by accident. So, is is Jason Kelsey's wife going to go into labor before, during, or after the game? Oh, jeez. Hello, King. Yeah, I'm right here. We're, we're ready for you, so... Hey, okay, so I'm right here. Here we oh. go. Jason Kelsey's, <laughs> Jason Kelsey's wife, Kylie. Is she going to go into labor before, during, or after the game? I think she's going to have the baby before the game. Okay. All right. Now, let's get to the business at hand here. Give me your winner, final score, MVP. Let's start with Steve. Well, let's just take a quick look. Travis Kelsey. All right. Isaiah Pacheco. Chris Jones. Frank (laughs) Clark. Patrick Mahomes. I'm going with Kansas City to win the game. And I think they're going to win the game, and the final is going to be 34 to 27, and the MVP will be Patrick Mahomes. Okay. I also think that John Rahm will win the uh, Phoenix Open. There you go. I wasn't expecting that pick, but okay. <laughs> it's a game. It's, it, it, is, it is a game, right? In a game, crazy things happen. I'm, I, 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 know, I know Philadelphia's got more, more players, more talent. They're better in the trenches. But it is a game. And I just think in a game, I think Kansas City's got a real puncher's chance. All right, King. I got Philly, forty-two to twenty-one. I got Hurts, 
as the MVP. All right. So as you mentioned that earlier. Well, I pretty much have stuck with this pretty much since we found out about the the matchup. I think the Eagles can get out to a lead a little bit, but Kansas City's always going to be hanging around, but then the Eagles kind of just hold off on them late. That's kind of how I see this game playing out. And I think the run game trenches are all going to be in the Eagles' favor. And with that, that's going to open up some things for Hurts. So I'm going to go 28-20 Eagles with Jalen Hurts as my MVP. But also, as a 1A for MVP... Hassan Reddick, I think, has a very good chance to maybe be MVP as well, depending on how the game goes. My final officially is 28-20 Eagles, Hurts MVP. My problem with Kansas City is their defense, not Mahomes. But the defense just is not that good. I, I mean, they're good, but they're not very good. They're not excellent. They're just good. Yeah, of the 22 guys they'll play in the game, eight will be rookies. Getting Steen back from the concussion is huge for Kansas City. They needed to get him back because against Cincinnati, that hurt them. They at least now can have a little better control over one of those two receivers because he's out there. I mean, Mahomes can beat anybody anytime. He just makes plays. That coach, I did everything right, and he still beat me. You know, he's one of those guys. But hey, I mean, if you go back to the last. Is really good. I mean, uh, to me, the difference in the game is the defense. Eagles well, defense is so good. I mean, you look at the last time Kansas City was in the Super Bowl. What got them? What so got them was that was Tampa Bay's defense yeah. was in the backfield all day with him, and that's going to be the whole thing. And I think you'll see a quick pass game. Remember, Kansas City was more of a deep pass game, more time needed to develop plays. Quicker pass game now because of necessity, and I think that helps them in a situation like this. Yeah, and don't underestimate that high ankle sprain. If he's being forced to move in directions he doesn't want to move, that he's not comfortable with, and they hurt him. My whole thing is the Eagles' defense. I don't both offenses can put up points, but the difference between the two teams is a better defense. So. Matt, you're going to be a wreck. You're a wreck now. <laughs> you got to get another Super Bowl, buddy. I hope so. Yeah, good for you. Have oh. a good time with it. I mean, I mean, Matt, legitimately, have a great time with it. I will. Every every Eagles fan, have a great time with this. This is something that it's your team, your moment, and this is what you always hoped you'd get a chance to see, and now you're going to get a chance to see it. I'm thrilled for all of you. My secretary's daughter lives in Arizona, and she won a radio show, so she radio contest and. Her and a friend can go to the tailgate parties at cool. the Super Bowl. Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is, because it's Brewers Outlet time. The Beverage Supermarket has the area's largest beer selection. Imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping, and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, Sunbury, wants to see you. And thank you for your years of patronage.